welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, Meg. It's it's the aforementioned Emily. Hey, tell me how good your husband and son smell after receiving some Fresh Wolf products. Okay, honestly, good. And I'm being dead serious. And yeah. my son, my step, stepson, my 12-year-old roommate, who, he doesn't listen to this. 12-year-old boys smell so bad. I need you to be mentally prepared for that. I know Stan's only three, four, but like just get in the headspace now that it's going to be a tough couple years. No, I'm aware. And I try. I'm trying here. But two things. First thing, they're lazy. Second thing, they smell bad. Um, got her some fresh wolf. One, he uses it, which is a huge win because I thought I put it in the shower and thought, let's see what happens. And he came out mm -hmm. and said, don't I smell like a holiday? And he does. I love that. It's so oh. descriptive. Yeah, he does. He smells like a holiday. So it's great. Loves it. We haven't used the hair product yet because he needs a haircut, but it's thick. But after he gets his haircut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we this is not SpawnCon. We just were lucky enough to receive some fresh wolf products, and they are, if I may, holy 1999 reference, bomb.com. Yeah. The packaging is a lot chicer than I expected. Sorry, Jack don't listen to this in Colombia. I didn't expect it to be such a premium package. So that was like the first thing that I was like, it's very, it's a nice package experience, which goes a long way with me. Yeah. That's like 99% of the battle for winning me over. Yep. Um, so thanks to the Fresh Wolf team. Let's talk about last night's, let's see. No, today's Thursday. Yeah. Tuesday night's episode. Let's talk about Tuesday night's episode. What day is it? I don't know. Week after Thanksgiving, I am out of place, out of mind. I don't know where I am. I don't oh know what God, time it is. How many tongs do you have? Just kitchen tongs? How many? No. <laughs> oh, I was, I did see Angie's little baby charcuterie tongue. And I thought like, do I need charcuterie tongs? Like, is that a thing that I should have as an adult? And I don't. I was like, where did she store all these tongs? Quick question. Right? Um, yeah. But the thing that was interesting to me, no offense, Angie, she doesn't listen. Um, I think they could have been shaker. Like they felt like kitchen tongs that you use to like flip in the air fryer because they were like red. And I just feel like I have some rose gold for company tongs. So they exist. And I would suggest it. Sean, if you listen, I, Christmas gift. Christmas gift. Uh, like it to know it. Um, I also get a little discombobulated in our house because everything's so white. That I can't tell, like, the counter from the floor, from the cabinets, from the backsplash. I just feel like it's, like, I'm in a snowstorm, you know? And how do you keep that so clean? So bright, too. It is real bright in there. I mean, it's an unforgiving landscape. It is, especially when it's snow outside. You get that, like, extra bright light in the middle of the day, you know? Anytime someone opens the door, it's like, whoa, we're blind. Put a yeah. warning. Um, but speaking of opening the door, when Heather comes in, I don't know why, but sometimes when just these two are on a screen, I'm like, imagine having to be coworkers with like an acquaintance from high school. Yeah, I cannot. Can you imagine like a French no. friend? You kind of knew them, but you hung out in different groups. Like that is who these people are. And now they're just coworkers. Yeah, I will say though, if you grew up in Utah and stay in Utah, that's kind of an inevitability. There will be people who you like kind of knew in high school who you'll end up rubbing shoulders with a lot more often. Yeah, I, I never see anyone from high school. I think because I live in Utah County and I, I'm from Salt Lake. I never, I sometimes I wish I would because sometimes I'm like, I look great. The skin is fresh. 
I wish yeah, I looked amazing. To someone. And then they always say, wow, you haven't changed. And I'm like, tell me about it, stud. But that's where I'm like, um, I wish. I wish. I'm surprised by that because I grew up in Utah County and I live in Salt Lake County and I still see people from high school all the time. That's because I think people migrate from Utah County to Salt Lake, but not often. The that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Okay. Anyway, they're um, eating charcuterie. Yeah. Heather's now just realizing Monica is a bit of an emotional roller coaster. So like, welcome to the party, pal. We, <laughs> we've all been here a while. All been there. Um, Heather's also like, I just want Bermuda to be fun. And I'm like, cool. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that. This coming from the woman who asked a group of women, who would you throw off the wagon? Yeah, and she like, just wants fun. She doesn't want to stir up any south. trouble. That game went south. Did it? Really? Did it. This is like when people are like, I'm so mad at my husband. I asked him if he liked my haircut. He said no. I'm like, don't ask questions. You don't want the answers to. That is the key to a happy life. Am I wrong, Meg? Agreed. No, are you are exactly right. There are times I know my outfit is bad. And I'll think, should I text my friend? And, and I'm like, no, because when she says it's bad, I don't want to hear that. Right. Because that means you have to do something about it. Yeah, let me live my life. Um, I, Okay, I will say the twin Gucci shirts on the roses don't make me think that's a couple that needs couples therapy. I wonder what the therapist thinks when he sees a couple walking in in twin Gucci shirts. That was my first thought is if you're the therapist, what are you diagnosing there? Um double payment hey i forgot to mention my rates went up i do take gucci shirts in exchange pop it right uh-huh, off uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yep i whitney therapist shop you can't if you don't like a therapist don't go to that therapist i i can tell you i have been in and out of therapist office in a week and in and out did not like them not going back you just like have to vibe with them yeah and i think they know that Marriage counselors are hard, though, because they have to be completely neutral to both of you. And that is Mm -hmm. almost impossible because that person is going to think someone is right or wrong. It's just natural. Well, and I would probably always side with the wife, you know? Mm, Yeah. I mean, my therapist has personally said to me, we could never do couples counseling. You could never bring your husband in because I'm already on your team. I don't I think he's wrong. But there's times to be like, why are you acting like that? And I'm like, "Okay, well, come on. Thought I was right all the (laughs) time. Yeah, we were friends. Uh, here's what I'm going to say about Whitney. This is how I feel about Whitney all week. Whitney's having a tough week. I wish she would have taken the week off. I think that grief is very hard to go to work with. I think fresh grief, losing a friend, you should take two days and not talk to anybody because you need to be alone. I'm also concerned that she didn't have a choice. That there was some sort of contractual okay. obligation where she had to film this, which makes me feel really yucky about watching it, I if like that's that. the case. I, I will. I think that this is like the thing that's so interesting about Real Housewives, not to get too like, what's it? Metaphysical? What's the word? Deep? Whatever. The thing that's tough about it is I enjoy it because it's whipped cream TV, but I also like when there's vulnerability, but it has to be the absolute right amount of vulnerability and realism because I'm like, ooh, I don't like watching Whitney this week because it bums me out. It makes me sad. I feel sad for her and this is a bummer and I don't like thinking mean, like, why did she react to a friend that way? Like, I like when the stakes are a lot lower. 
I do too. This should be cotton candy. And they were giving us gruel for like, this is not the first time this season where I've been like, ugh, I don't want to deal with real issues and like real people problems. Like I want to hear him fight about who has bigger rings somewhere, you know? Yeah, definitely that. So um, I do feel for Whitney. I hope she's okay. Her friend did seem really nice. I cannot believe her friend went to a prism event a week before she died. That is I a cannot, that's a good friend. And I've heard wonderful things about this woman from many different people. Seems like a real loss to the community. I have, some, I have some acquaintances, only the nicest things said about her. So I can imagine that's tough for Whitney. And I feel like one more time, I wish she took a break. Um, so I've been to Toscano's and Draper where Lisa and Meredith are meeting up. Have you been to Toscano's and Draper? Where Lisa no, but I'm going on Friday. Thanks to this episode. Should I cancel the res? Is it bad? No comment. Okay, so cancel sure the rest. Good to find there. I've been twice. I've been twice. I've tried it twice. One, it's the weirdest. You will feel like you walk through some sort of time machine and you ended up in like, hear me out, Miami in the 80s. There's like this weird <laughs> warehouse restaurant feeling. Like, do you remember when those were like a big, bigger deal and like on East Coast cities where it was like giant warehouse restaurants? It's just a very bizarre vibe. Very bizarre vibe. Okay. They didn't show you the okay. warehouse area. They took this. This was filmed in like the sunroom area, which I've never been in. Yeah. Um, the Wendy's atrium. Yeah. Okay. Atrium. The food's fine. But even the atrium was like, this is so weird. Why are there seven different places in this restaurant? Okay. I think I'm going to cancel that reservation. There's better places in Draper. Yeah. S such as McDonald's. Um, how offended were you for Lisa Barlow being called Lady in Red? Oh, you're Who here called to call her Lady in Red. The hostess. She said, hi. Oh, Mary that's right. And says, hi, I'm meeting someone. She goes, oh, is it the Lady in Red? I'm like, the Lady in Red? You don't know what's happening? You don't know this whole film crew is here? Um, and Lady in Red is very much like the, the title of a song. It could have been Lady Wearing Red, the Lady in the Red Outfit. Or like, oh, yeah, there's a lady here with camera crew with her. I bet it's her. Do you think that Lisa only eats at places that serve Vita tequila? It seems to be a running thing. Every or do you think? Do you think that before she eats at a restaurant, she makes sure they are stocked with bottles of Vita? Or does she just? Is it part of her contract that she can always order a Vita drink, even if that's not what actually she's receiving? Because how are we going to know? It's a it's part of a mix. Good point. It could she be any of those. She can say the name of the restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good marketing. That is good marketing. I hope that's what it is. Okay. Um, what is in Meredith's cup? Uh, what what's Meredith drinking? Because Meredith's like, you know, you walk around here with your diet coke, and I I've been dizzy, so I have this. I'm like, what what's going on with the cup, Meredith? I hope it's red Gatorade. I think it could be a lot of things, and that's what's fun about Meredith. Yeah, it could it, it could be vodka. I wouldn't be surprised. It could be red Gatorade. It could be like the blood of a younger woman that she drinks to stay looking young. None of those things would surprise me. I feel like it could be, hear me out, Cizerp. Like Meredith has <laughs> too calm of a vibe sometimes. And I'm like, she's sipping on Cizerp, Little Wayne style. Purple um, stuff. <laughs> especially, don't you remember Little Wayne would always walk around with like a disposable cup? Yeah. Like, there is hard to forget. Given Wheezy, Meredith. Um, Do you okay. ever just think fondly of a, like 2009 Lil Wayne's heyday before he went to prison? Those were times. Dude, The yes, I do actually think fondly about them. The music at that stage, 
absolute bops. Nothing but bops at that state. Tell me I'm wrong. Amelie will pop up on my playlist while I'm running. And when I tell you, I double my speed. Yeah. It is so good. It makes you feel like you could like punch a wall, right? Absolutely. I still, I'll still get down to, yeah, regularly. It's a great song. I don't care. Great song. Okay, go on. Sorry. Meredith's Cup. Heavy hitters. Luda. I do love Ludacris. Of course. Who doesn't love Ludacris? The other day, my morality stared me in the face when I saw Ludacris was in a progressive insurance commercial. I'm so sorry to correct you. Your mortality. Did I say morality? You did say morality, which would also work. You don't know the things I've done to Ludacris? (laughs) Mortality? Yeah. Mortality. The inevitability of death. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks, Meg. Um, Yeah, you bet. I'm a writer. I write. I'm an editor. I edit. Someone told me inoculate was inoculate was the right word from last week. So I just want to say, Ricky, thanks for the validation. I use the wrong words all the time. Uh, you sent me that and I do not remember us talking about inoculation, but I'm glad that you have support. Yeah, I use the wrong. So anyway, stick with it. Never claim to be smart. Um, Only claim to be fun. So I want to say about Lisa and Meredith together. Here's the thing. I agree with Lisa and I agree with Meredith. And I'm just going to say this. I agree with Lisa that there are things, there are times in your life, stages, whatever, where you're like talking about other people isn't fun for me right now. It makes me feel gross. I don't want to do that. That's true. Lisa does have to get her jobs in about Monica. So maybe just make that true for everyone. And I agree with Meredith that she was like, hey, you said that if you had an issue, we would talk to each other and you didn't do that. I couldn't believe how calm Meredith was. She was like very calm and very looking for resolutions. Like, I get it. So it was even more where I'm like, Um, so that was great. I will say this for myself. People use gaslighting way too much. They use it. My other favorite reality show is Sister Wives. I think everyone knows that at this stage. The way gaslighting, you would be in a drunk coma if you took a shot every time you heard gaslighting on reality TV. How did this happen? Who has that word trademark and how rich are they? Oh, very, very rich. I just am sometimes like, and this coming from someone who just admitted they use the wrong word all the time. I feel like there are some words you should have to take a test that you understand the definition before you can start using it. And I do believe gaslighting should be in that. I also think trauma should be one of those because we have taken away all meaning from the word trauma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say psycho. I don't think mm, psycho. We yes. use it a lot. Hyper. Hyper hypo. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. there's just some words that I'm like, you don't need to say gaslighting this much. Like, I don't think you actually, I don't think that's, that doesn't work here. And it doesn't work nine out of 10 times that we hear it on TV. It you know, what gaslighting. Tom Sandoval to Ariana. That was gaslighting. Yeah. That was actually <laughs> gaslighting. I haven't Cannot wait. Cannot wait for January. Oh my gosh. Meg and I are so excited. Like 90% of the time is our conversations about Real Housewife episodes are just about the Vanderpump Rules trailers. Because they're so good. They are so good. Um, okay, well, Meredith pulled out her law degree again. Let us know threatened wasn't used right. That's not how she used the word threatened, Lisa. So don't try to bring that out. Don't bring that lawsuit to her table because that's not mm-hmm. how she used it. My favorite part of the night was when Meredith said, 
I could ruin her life. I could ruin everyone's life. That doesn't mean I'm going to. <laughs> your, your honor, your honor, leading the witness. I said I could. I never said I would. Like, I love thinking, like, I honestly can tell you, I don't think I could ruin anyone's life. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's confidence that I have to respect, you know? Forced to, honestly. The woo-moos about the husband. <laughs> um, did you ever expect to hear pump the brakes this much? Nope. Wow, Here we are. are. They really put the gas down on pumping the brakes. It, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, I kind of tuned out. I mean, I watched this episode twice and both times, like, I just, they were going back and forth and using so many weird terms that I just fully stopped listening. And I'm not even sure where the conversation ended up. Great, great. Where it ended up is everyone gave as good as they got. Let's move on. We're going to Mary's house. Thank goodness. Did she, okay. Do you feel like carrot cake is one of the boldest things you could buy for guests? Yes. And where did she get it? I um, exactly. Where does Mary live? Mary's like, I've never been to this Mary neighborhood. I think it's a holiday neighborhood. My is it saying some sort of holiday neighborhood, not Walker Lane holiday. There's like smaller, weirder pockets of holiday. If I okay. have to guess off the top of my head, I'm going to say that like up by Olympus kind of holiday. All right. Yeah. Okay. I okay. think she got that carrot cake from Cheesecake Factory. I think it's Gourmandise. Mm, and that there is a gourmet no that gourmandise left there used to be a gourmandise by that holiday area it could be um the the with the b and it's over by dan's uh -huh, and uh -huh. it's uh what's that called what's it called and they sell all the pastries but they also sell salads and sandwiches so, and breakfast um, oh i know what you're talking about yes They've, it's been on this show already it's it called yeah. oh no anyway i'll think of it there what would you ever gift Mary? And why didn't we open Monica's present? I'm dying to find out what's in that present. What is it? What did she give her? What could Monica possibly know. gift Mary? I do appreciate that Monica seems to enjoy Mary the same way all of us viewers do. Like, I'm not really sure what's going on with this woman, but I'm enjoying it. Agreed. I, um, I do not, if I had to say what I would gift Mary, right off the top of my head, maybe some sort of like outdoor Sasquatch statue that you know those ones where it looks mm -hmm. like Sasquatch is hiding behind your tree I don't know why I feel like that's the right move <laughs> she'd either love it or hate it there's love no in between it's gonna be her favorite thing in the world or she'll immediately throw it away and it really depends on her mood I think I agree did you notice that Mary had that fun new art installation it was like a bridge replica it was lit I sure did and I thought did she build that is this like a Legos for only rich people. I was like, Robert Jr., have you been busy? He's into models now. I, I it was like, I want to know the answer to so many questions about Mary's house. And my first thought was, oh, it's a Christmas decoration because we are currently in Christmas season, but no, this was in like April. Yep. Um, I forgot all about you called me a pornography. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> How fun was that? You called me a pillow. I love her so much. She's so yeah. mean and so weird, and I just adore her. 
Mary being the go-to voice of reason was absolutely not on my vision board, but I wish it would have well, She's not, though. She's not. The problem yeah. is Monica just has no one left to talk to. And Monica being like, Mary gives great advice. She just doesn't take it. And I was like, you guys are wild because you don't like Lisa because she gives like too many compliments or she doesn't talk, which are directly opposite of what both of you have complained about her for years. Mary's like, she yeah. talks too much. Lisa and Monica's like, she's not nice to me. And I'm like, cool. So you're the two things you called out about Lisa is I love this. I love that she gives compliments or she doesn't talk. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Um, yeah, neither do I. The conversation didn't make a lot of sense, but that's a theme for this episode. Yeah. Um, here's what also didn't make sense the barlows a modern missionary wear huh okay good. did not know this was a store did you are you i zero zero no there's zero way i would have known this was a store and and then they said they do stuff for prom so that's fun um I, it seems like they found their niche and you know what meg i wish them well i would that kid seems pretty nice that worked there he does. And like, I do like that idea that you can have like comfortable suits and they don't have to be hideous. That's, that's a good concept. Yeah. yeah well, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. That's dead. That's now no missionary wear. Um, Jack tells his mom at one point, you're a lot. And if an 18 year old said that to me, I promise you, I would go into a hole and never come back out. Humiliating. Humiliated. Do you know the other day, um, one of Archie's friends was over, uh, they're, they're 12 and 13, Meg. They're 12 and 13. And we were eating pizza and mine was hot. So I'd taken in a bite and I was going like, hot, hot. And his friend said to me, wow, you really eat pizza aggressively. <laughs> and I was like, well, it was really hot. And then I took another bite. And he was like, like that bite was really aggressive. And I was like, I'm devastated. Uh, yeah, I'm, I would never recover, honestly. Think about it every time I eat pizza. I'm like, how aggressive am I looking right now? I'm sure you were totally normal. Kids are just so mean. Kids are so mean. You're a lot. You eat pizza aggressive. It's like, uh, well, I guess I'll just die now. Goodbye. Nice knowing you. Uh, So I also want to say, though, I thought Jack was really sweet when he gave her a hug. I mean, she was being a lot while shopping. I'm going to absolutely agree with Jack on that one. Um, Yeah, the maroon pinstripe suggestion uh, was pretty out of pocket. Bless her heart. We should get those tan pants because he's going to the jungle, which it's like, she's not wrong, but hilarious observation. Jungle chic. Jungle chic. Um, I thought it was sweet. And I, at that point, I was like, I don't want any kids I know to get older. This seems tough. I know. Right? And Henry, you're going to have a lot on your hands emotionally. So Godspeed, little buddy. We haven't seen Henry in a while. I think Henry might be like, you know what? I do not want to be a part of this. Henry's like, um, let me have some free time before Jack goes on a mission because I know I'm about to be smothered with adoration. <laughs> and I just need a minute. Um, all right. Well, Heather shows up to an event. Her hair and makeup look great. Is she wearing? Do you remember those shirts that were really small and then you pulled them out and they went to full size and they always looked like shrunk from like the- I'll never forget them. Yeah. Is Heather wearing a full set of that? I didn't notice. I did remember thinking her outfit looked great. Well, rewind again. Um, I think she looks great. The outfit's a choice. Why are we at the bar? Can someone who films tell me? Why are they only filming? Like, it's just so much back of the head. I need to understand the logic behind this. 
Yeah, I don't know, but we're getting a lot of bar shots this season. A lot of bar shots. Um, Also, the biggest doors I've ever seen yet again. Have you been to Edison House? No, have you? Yeah, Flex, I've been. Um, It's very nice inside. Why is it a Flex? Can I not just walk in? No, you have to have like a membership. I don't have a membership. I just know people who do. Um, It is way too cool for me. Like, I, I definitely do not belong there. Okay, so is it Soho House but Salt Lake? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? Good for you, Meg. You should flex that. Um, Thank you. Monica's apologizing. Okay, fun. I do like seeing Heather as, like, the elder statesman. I, I think it's fun that Heather's, like, head of the cast a bit. Yeah, I do, too. I like her. As, I like this. Um, all right. Well, now it's time for Meredith to have a party, which I couldn't care less about, except Brooks is there. Thank goodness. Um, miss him every day. Wish he was on full time. Wish the show was the Brooks show, if we're being honest. I've been talking to a friend who likes Real Housewives, who, by the way, used to go to Lunatic Fringe, and she absolutely is, like, holding out hope for Angie. She's like, I think Angie could be incredible on the show. She's not there yet, but I think she could get there. But she and I talk all the time about what we actually wish we had was we wish Angie had her own Vanderpump Rules-esque show about Lunatic Fringe, because there's a lot of drama in the hairdressing world. Oh, my gosh. I would watch. And Angie as, like, the boss would be a fun. We think it could be fun. Um, also Sean is like Ken Vander Vanderpump. So it's kind of, you know, absolutely. and then we are like, and the other thing we are desperate for is Brooks to have his own show. That's what we want the most. 1000%. And I feel like Brooks's whole show could just be, I like for me, I want him to be the new Clinton Kelly who's Stacey London. I'm not sure yet, but I want him to just do like redo people's outfits. I don't think you need a Stacey London. I think you can, you know, actually he should do it with Chloe. Yeah, they're a good combo, aren't they? Yeah, they give great fashion advice. The only issue is they both talk like this. So (laughs) it would have to be an hour-long show or we never get through it. That's true. And also you'd watch it and be like, feel so bad about yourself because anything they say is withering to whomever they're saying it to. Even if it's not intentional, even if they're not trying to be like that, they're just so innately cool that you feel like like you're judging me and I'm so sorry for whatever I did. Oh, yeah. Like they could only redo other Gen Zers. Like they're the only people confident <laughs> enough for Brooks and Chloe. Yeah. I, actually, this is a fun idea. Trademark to me and Meg. Um, so Meredith, yeah, to be clear, would watch every episode. Oh, 100%. Meredith's like, I have a new jewelry line. It's supposed to be fun and affordable for people who can't afford fine jewelry. Um, great. Her earrings are like $175 still. Yeah, I mean, but then I saw the price tags on the fine jewelry and I was like, oh, oh okay. For Meredith, this is affordable. Okay. Everything in, um, what's that word? Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So again... Whitney comes, I feel as though she should stay home. I'm going to say that. It's so, I mean, I, okay, let's pretend that like contracts, camera crew, nothing is a part of this. Mm-hmm. I understand where she's coming from if she's sincere when she says, I want to be there for Meredith. And I think that is such a good intention. Agreed. It just, in, in theory, it's really great, but like it is just not a good idea to leave your house when you're that sad. Like it 
never going to go well. No, because here is like, like Lisa does say, I don't know how to approach you. That that is like, here's the thing. I have been on, Meg and I talked about this. We have been both of these people. I have been blinded by grief and I have been around someone who is absolutely devastated by it. And I can tell you it is a no-win situation for everybody involved. The person who's devastated is like, you don't understand how sad I am. So anything you say to me is the wrong thing to say. A thousand yeah. One time I remember I was walking my dog after my dad died and someone said to me, did you lose weight? And I was like, I just barely forgave them. I mean, yeah. First of all, just no, never say that to anyone ever in 2023. Like we don't need to be paying attention to people's weight, but also like you were so sad. Well, yeah. And I think they were trying to be nice. Like, oh, I know you're having a hard time. Did you lose weight? And I'm like. No, I didn't. First of all, I didn't. I just started wearing baggy clothes. Thanks for noticing. Second, like, it's because they had never said, I'm so sorry about your dad. You know what I mean? But like, I'm the only one keeping track of that because I'm the only one that devastated. And everyone is set up for failure, including Whitney, including Lisa. I feel bad for both of them. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I felt bad for them both. I don't think it was anything. It was a highly emotional fraught time. It was. I don't think we need to say much more about it other than we've been there. It's tough. It was tough to watch. Favorite part of the episode is when Monica told the party guests they weren't allowed to eat the pastries she had brought for the women and then just left on a table. Sorry, ma'am. You walk away from those pastries. It's open game. Anyone can take them. My favorite part was when Monica's like, here's some pastries and doesn't know how to say malasada. She did not pronounce it even close to right. And I'm like, even I know how to say malasada and I say everything wrong. This is supposed to be like, this is my heritage. I care a lot. Um, also, just a hot tip, Monica. M- none of those women are eating those malasadas. One, they are not good unless they're fresh. They are, they are okay, but they're only good if they're fresh. And Monica got those malasadas from a Provo place. So that means she had driven them all the way from Provo to Salt Lake. And how long had they been sitting out, Meg? Too long. Anything that's greasy at room temperature, get out of here. Don't want it. I felt like that her telling those people she could not eat that, that killed me so dead. I felt bad for the bystanders who had already signed away a waiver that said they'd be a part of this. And then that's the part they're featured. I know. Bless them. Bless them. They did Ray. Um, One last thought about this is who would you want to set you up from the Real Housewives cast? And why is it not set like? Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you on that. I would rather die alone than be set up with someone by Seth, who has never said a mature thing in his entire existence as a middle-aged man. I, I have fine choice. Um, I'd pick that one um guy that helped them with the snowmobiling. I thought he seemed like a nice, steady guy. I bet he knows someone nice. Yeah, the trout fisherman probably would be good, too. Trout. Remember that? Well... That concludes this episode of High Find. We'll be back next week to talk. I think they're flying to Bermuda next week, which should be exciting. We saw Whitney fall in the ocean and a big cousin fight. Big cousin fight. Can't wait. Can't wait. We'll be here to recap it all. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.